0: One of your returning co-hosts, if they return. Um, but we are here, Marquis is here, um, and hey. we have Alec here and Barbara well, well, Walters, the original, should be joining us, and we have some good, good times and good, good stories, and we're gonna have a gay old time. So you are listening to Crazy of Mine live here on Radio Free Brooklyn.
1: You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC.
0: Yes, honey, that is our little intro here Well, we're going to start with our feature track of the week Before we talk to the rest of the people here So I have picked the song uh, Gaga has a new song from the Top Gun soundtrack called Hold My Hand um, From tap, Top Gun Maverick So um, Not a top <laughs> And so it's uh, definitely uh, It's very much returned to a very grand sound Very... Mm. A sound that she's become known for, especially when she first started,
4: it's very stadium. So is it like harkening back to her opera roots a bit, or her yes, like it's, it's very it's, that it's, it's, theatrical, it's that a, theater girl? It's
0: a stadium or rock ballad. It's, it's oh yeah, it's very it's a very. Wait, how
4: do I not... You know, I was not much of a stadium rock ballad girl but
0: yeah you know so it's very much that very slow but it's grand mm. candles very that so mm, mm. Uh, because it needed something for a movie like top gun you needed something that was grand and right 80s and big and like over the top you go
2: big for the top you go big for the top
0: yes <laughs> so we're gonna start with that right now so you're listening to question of my life here on radio free brooklyn <laughs>
3: to Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. If you're a little confused, I am Duran. I'm taking over the moderator seat. uh <laughs> uh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, listen. Listen. Let's just say the, the the favor has been returned, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. Remember the whole Keygate situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, say, yeah Keygate. Say, say, I think say, everyone
4: knows. Let me tell you, everybody. <laughs> Sometimes, if you give a key away... Do not give it away. If you give it away, Listen, ask for it back.
3: Sometimes you have to give a key away to fall part um, protocol. And you know, mm-hmm. when you get sent directions on how to get your key back and you don't do that, you just, you're left keyless. Right? Like
4: I said, <laughs> short and simple, never give your key away.
1: Exactly, because I, I originally <laughs> gave my key away. So yeah, you're right. You're
3: right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You are correct. You are correct
1: in that. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna know nah what y'all talking about. while y'all <laughs> they inside, inside baseball? They're
3: in. They're in on the joke. They are uh-huh. in. <laughs> on
4: the People day. know the key gate Deron stole my key from me, and then you that's know, what happened. The key to the studio, BTW.
3: <laughs> she is lying on my name. She is lying <laughs> on my name. She was never supposed to have that key to begin with. Ooh, apparently, ooh, so.
4: apparently, I didn't deserve a peach. I didn't deserve a seat. See, I
1: you keep, haven't I, gone through training.
4: Exactly. She
1: keeps. She keeps keep throwing this well, shit at me.
4: I like, told her this. I, I, told, like, her this. I like, told her this. I didn't I, know that. So look, I had to get I've been trying back. to get it scheduled, but like I've been busy. shane mm-hmm. you're listening, hey? <laughs> hey, shame. <laughs> but I, I am getting my training soon and learning how to. Help Duran to get on time.
1: So that, that part. is
4: something that I'll learn to do. Listen. That part. That's yes. all Listen. I will learn. Because you know, the
1: show starts at noon. Right. You know, and, I will
3: I always pop in here at 11.57. I will, and I, and just I will I teach her well. how to arrive at 11.30. That's okay. Miss so- Sophia,
1: Sophia home now. We're going to send out a memo. Right. We're going to send out a memo. It's all about lessons. Miss Sophia
3: is going to be running this show. So I'm going to pop in my key. I'm going to pop in whatever I want. All right. We have a special guest in the
4: studio. Yes. He was on. He was very on. One time, yes, by the yes, way,
3: I yes, yes. let him tell it prompt. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were texting when I originally woke up. See why I happened? was I had gotten ready and everything, and I had like toast back
4: off. So, mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, our
3: guest is Alec. Alec Meeker, the publisher yes. of Bushwick Daily. How you
4: doing?
6: Yeah. Bushwick Hi. Daily. I don't know if an hour early is considered on time. I, I think that might be. Like no, no, he literally off got off time. here at like 10 30. Oh, God. Yeah. Well. yeah, that's way early. Yeah, yeah
3: he misread my, my message. So, yeah, But he was at a nearby restaurant. So,
6: I'm really excited to be here. So, so thank yeah, it, you for having thank me. Thank you on. for being here. Great. all are It worked itself stuff
3: out. So, actually, we're about to talk about something that's very, very important. And so, mm. therefore, we actually have to play another track in order to do it you know things kind of a little bit mixed up but it's fine we're gonna you know get back on get track. it on there yeah yeah so this song is called auntie's diaries by kendrick lamar all the background noise can you stop that for a second for me please um so this is this song is about um trans relatives um mm-hmm. of kendrick lamar and it's you know sparked a conversation about hip-hop support or lack thereof support of the trans community and so we're gonna get into that song and we'll be right back in a moment you listen to the crusade of mind Live here on Radio free Brooklyn.
7: Hot place and ways the mind can't figure out. Hot place and ways the mind can't figure out. Hot place and ways the mind can't figure out. This
8: is how we conceptualize human beings.
7: Monty is a man now have to understand now, drinking Parmesan with her hat turned backwards, Motorola Pager off-white guest jacket, blue Ed Maxes, gold chains and curl kits, 93 Nissan wax job, the earliest, big social, big personality, vocal, played the underground verbatim and stayed local, Monty is a man now. I watch a man, this girl hold their hands down Tipping the avenues under streetlights made his Thinking I want me a bad bitch when I get big They hug on the corner like California came cold Hand all of her skirt cars whistling down the road See my auntie is a man now Slight bravado Scratching the likes from Lotto Hoping that she pull up tomorrow So I can hang out in the front seat Six by was keeping the music up under me My auntie is a man now Asked my mama why my uncles don't like him that much And at the parties why they always want to fight him that much She said ain't no telling Niggas always been jealous because he had more women More money and more attention made more envy Calling him anything but broke was less offending My auntie is a man now I think I'm old enough to understand now Drinking Parmesan with her hat turned backwards Back when it was comedic relief to say faggot Faggot, 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 we ain't know no better elementary kids with no filter however my auntie became a man and I took pride in it she wasn't gay she ate pussy and that was the difference that's what I told my friends in second grade she picking me up from school. They stare at her in the face. They couldn't comprehend what I grew accustomed. We pull off bumping quick like it was nothing. My auntie is a man now. What a relationship. I grew up fast. I needed no one to babysit. He gave me some cash. They gave me some gang. Cherry refreshing on the dash. I never complained. She even cut my hair at the pad. Was loving my fate? The first person I seen write a rap. That's where my life had changed House full of demos Smoke stuck on the window Cameras on the microphone All women and men know My auntie was a man now We cool with it The history had trickled down And made us ignorant My favorite cousin said He's returning the favor And following my auntie With the same behavior Demetrius is Marianne now He's more confident To live his plan now But the family in disbelief this time Convincing themselves he ain't living discreet He's fine They said they never seen it in him But I seen it The Barbie dolls played off reflection of Venus He built a wall so tall you couldn't climb over He didn't laugh as hard when the kids start joking Faggot, faggot, faggot We ain't know no better Middle school kids with no filter However, I had to be very mindful of my good cousin I knew exactly who he was, but I still loved him Demetrius is Marianne now I mean, he's really Marianne Even took things further, changed his gender Before Bruce Jenner was certain Living his truth, even if it meant see a surgeon We didn't talk for a while, he seemed more distant Wasn't comfortable around me, everything was offensive But I recall, we both had a sixth sense of humor made raw But time changes all Demetrius is Marianne now Remember church Easter Sunday I sat in the pew You had stronger faith More spiritual and enthused We're living life straight Which I found ironic Cause the pastor didn't see him the same He said my cousin was going through some things He promised the world we living in Was an act of abomination And Demetrius was to blame I knew you was conflicted by the feelings of preacher man Wondering if God still call you a decent man Still you found the courage to be subservient Just to anoint Until he singled you out to prove his point Saying Demetrius is Ann now His auntie is a man now. It hurts the most because your belief was close to his words forcing me to stand Now I said Mr. Preacher man should we love thy neighbor? The laws of the land of the heart was greater. I recognized the study she was taught since birth but that don't justify the feelings that my cousin preserved the building was thinking out loud bad angel that's when you looked at me and smiled said thank you. The dad chose humanity over religion the family got closer it was all forgiven I said them F-bombs I ain't know any better. Mistakenly I ain't think that you know any different. See how was. Talk words was nothing more than a sound If ever they was pronounced without any intentions The very second you challenged the shit I was kicking Reminded me about a show I did out the city That time I broke a fan on stage to rap But disapproved a word that she couldn't say with me You said Kendrick ain't no room for contradiction To truly understand love switch position Faggin' 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 we can say it together But only if you let a white girl say nigga mm. Yes, welcome wow. back
3: Woo. to Career State of Mind Live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. That was Kendra Lamar, Auntie Diaries, mm. and so as you probably have heard, it highlights you know um, his trans relatives' stories, um, but it's also sparked a conversation around um, trans or the lack thereof, trans support in the hip hop community and even within this song, you know, people have been congratulating, you know, like sitting, singing his praises for, you mm-hmm. know, um highlighting this story. However, you know, also there are other people, critics that have, you know, um called out the fact that he misgenders, you know, his relatives in the in the lyrics to the song and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously still, you know, <laughs> drops like the F bomb and all that jazz. And so that's pretty much the conversation we're gonna have around like um you know, the Lack of support
4: with you know of the trans community in the in hip hop. Yeah. I mean, first of all, him doing the song and I'll be honest. Do you think it, that's a step forward? It is my first time hearing the song. Yeah. I didn't even know. I I'm always clueless, but it's a step forward. A big step forward. If we look at I I'm big into hip hop, I'm big into rap mm-hmm. and mainly from the nineties and eighties. And we <laughs> like this was not an option. Like it was not even a thought of yeah experience growing up back then separately looking at it today i mean i i didn't i didn't catch what the mispronunciations were i did not catch those things but each step forward is a step forward i think sometimes we forget how large culture is exactly and when you try to you know make steps into an experience there's a lot of depth that you have to like get through hip hop is a bit off of black culture black culture did not incorporate respect or take in trans or lgbtq any of us so we're working on a lot of uh methods of progress in general we're like the we're starting from like a 300 steps back trying to get to a place uh where they can feel safe and they being our trans sisters and brothers Mm -hmm. and the rest of the
3: the community and just you know just to clarify his um auntie came out as a trans man and cousin came Mm -hmm. out as a a, as a trans woman so okay
2: yeah. okay and
3: I, I i believe that you know he still uses like you know the the pronouns of like the the gender they were assigned at birth so
4: so is it saying that he refers to
8: if you, his,
3: yeah like he refers to you know like his I, yeah, if you ahead.
8: if you listen and if you i've been having this album on repeat since oh, okay like it's like one of those 13. things you got to keep listening it's to like Yeah, and if you notice, um, he uses the pronouns at certain times, but then he, like, corrects them later on, and I think it's more of, like, a past versus present. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but if you really dive into the lyrics, it's, like, he, and then later on, he's, like, Marianne is Marianne, she, Mm, and starts using, mm. like, the she pronouns, and... There's he's telling. Like a, he's literally telling the story, like his own progression. Yeah, his yeah. own yeah, progression. Yeah, because he does. He also, and like, you also, know, he like he calls himself out because, like, the last line. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. last line. You remember when that happened? It was like what yeah, like twenty eighteen, yeah. and this white girl came on stage and was like, and then mm-hmm. and and, and and then she's like, wait, what? I said that. Like he's like highlighting that himself and talking mm-hmm. about like his cousin holding him accountable and being like, no, you can't even use this word because mm-hmm. look at what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the most important takeaway for me from that song was. Um, this one line, the day I chose humanity over religion, the family got closer, it was all forgiven. Mm-hmm. And that's after calling out a preacher. Yeah. Being like, Why are you gonna hold my cousin to a detriment? When yeah. she's been doing everything she can and she grew up in this church world, you know.
3: Yeah. so in this particular case you would argue that the misgendering is just you know part I think of, like, it's part the of the story. progression in yeah.
8: the story yeah. and the, the getting more comfortable with it and like finally reaching a level of acceptance
9: mm.
3: yeah like that's kind of like the like what I got from it like just scanning through I hadn't actually listened to the song mm. until now I was like I want my first time to be on the show um but I kind of got like cause he like he calls himself out like you know um he calls himself out you know for using the F word in the past and everything like that so I was just like I was wondering if this is like his way of like how he has learned to, you know, accept, you know, his family members for who they are.
4: He gave a history lesson. Yeah, you know, he yeah. gave a history lesson of not just his personal experience, but like how that journey has been, and
3: for, for, <clears throat> uh, for um, families who you know have
4: you who, know, yeah, yeah, I mean who who have trans children, yeah, siblings, aunts and uncles, cousins, parents. You know, I, I think that we didn't. You know, I, I'm sorry if I say we a lot, but. Because I can't speak for everyone on the show, but what I'm saying is generally there there was not an awareness of trans family members, or we were not allowed to acknowledge them. I I didn't grow up with any trans relatives. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I came to New York, met friends, and back at the time, those friends, you know, it was kind of like a figuring oneself out and then identifying or either feeling certain ways within themselves and their experiences and also, you know, not changing their pronouns. So the, I had dinner with a friend yesterday and we were thinking like, wow, we didn't, we did not know that we were discussing the pronoun conversation. Like this was something that did not exist. Let's say 20 years ago when we were out in the scene and busy and, and so on and so forth. Um, it's something that is something that ends up getting learned. Mm. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Um, so
3: we're actually going to um, move into our, our next topic. Um, actually, you know, just because I'm a nerd. Like, y'all are into, like, superheroes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I was like, Definitely. I might have to ask Sadie to come back. Batman. Into my okay. You know, so, like, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you... Um, have like a a gay favorite superhero, but we're gonna get into that in a second. Uh X Men just introduced a new character called Escapade, whose powers I really don't um understand very well. I think it has something to do with like, you know, time travel. I don't Is know, it travel
8: Janet Jackson. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Literally the first <laughs> thing that get to my
7: I was like,
3: oh we should play Escapade. So, <laughs> uh, so escapade powers include the ability to um, um switch physical locations with another person. Or to trade any specific physical or abstract uh, attribute, such as um, possessions, organizational status, skills, superhuman powers, and even situations with, I guess, another person. (coughs) Uh,
8: So it's like, it's like shape-shifting, but like, you're still you?
3: Yeah, so it seems as though her powers are very trans- Focus, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. It's like you can just make a character You
8: could that, just make a regular like trans person just being a superhero. Right, like and that's,
3: that's right. a common that's been a common theme, uh, the thing, uh theme in like, with, like comic books, like you know, shifting like yeah. queer characters. It's been around
4: for a long time. And also that but that first option, like the the ability to like transport with someone else. Uh-huh. Imagine doing that with and I, your man your woman like whoever yeah. you're in a relationship with and you're like go let me let me go see what he doing because <laughs> yeah. i'm not there on a friday and he's like oh you know i said i gotta go meet friends okay let me shape let me transition quickly to That's see dangerous. where That's you are. i would be on it all the time like <laughs> where are you at i'm shifting that real would, quick like, activate my trust <laughs> issues so hard
8: so well <laughs> do you get like their point of view too or no you just get their like position and
3: I don't know, it's just, it's just a new character that's okay. been, that's um, part of like um, Marvel's Voices um, pride issue. Okay. Um, I believe it was an X-Men character. Yeah, X-Men character. So this character is a mutant. Um, which is cool. You know. I well, like have you ever like, Mutants. as
4: a comic fan, have you looked into the history of homosexuality, GLBT, well, queerness within comics? Because I hear, like I'm a big comic fan. But it's been a minute. But I haven't minute. like dove into that but I can believe it being there.
3: Took a class on it in college. Um well it was it was a part of the class that I took in college. Um oh, okay. I was like, Yeah, where class? we yeah, we Right? Down? I know. I'm like I'm right. You know? I'm like, Who's your professor? Give me that class. <laughs> <laughs> University of Missouri like which is oh, nice. Shout out. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so, <laughs> you know, just because they have the programs, don't mean. Cuz ain't got its own issues. But no, we <laughs> talked about like the history of uh and themes of queer and, you know trans characters in comic books. Mm. Um, and X-Men came up a lot cuz I feel like, you know, like you You know, like the whole, what the whole, you know, premise behind, you know, mutant kind, you know, is one that, you know, relates back to um, marginalized communities. And so, Mm
7: -hmm. you know,
3: obviously X-Men comics books came out in the 1960s and everything like that. So, yeah, um, yeah. during the height of the civil rights movement, you know, like the whole Malcolm X versus, you know, um, Warlock
4: the King. Well, it's so wild. Like you think about like, so the premise was people with these extraordinary powers, whether yeah. it was thought or action or, you know, physical. And when we look at marginalized communities, mm-hmm. they have had, I guess the connection is we, they have had to have superpowers to overcome circumstances yeah. that, yeah, sure. you know, people are unaware of in the quote unquote, I don't know what you want to call the regular world or the regular society, but on a Western context. These dynamics that we've existed in, whether it's as a woman, whether it's as uh, as a GLBTQ person or a person of color, it has required super, superhuman powers to just be like, OK, I'm going to deal with going to work today and deal with racism. I'm going to deal with walking on the block and dealing with exactly uh, I had one of my best friends when she had to go to work past this construction site. For two years, it was a long ass project, and I just will not forget, she constantly had to deal with the cat calls going by the block. And this was me at the time. I said, "Jessica," I said, "You know, isn't it?" But I said, "Girl," I said, "I wish I had some men shouting at me when I was going past a a, a a you know a group of construction workers at the at the site." But the second time in the following times afterwards, I said, "Oh, I get it. You don't want that." You know, not the, you know, know, like, you know, like, it's, it's just like, after a while, you're dealing with this harassment. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I
8: also think it's like, um, a lot of these marginalized groups, it's not only, um, like, you know, having those superpowers and stuff, it's like overcoming and being able to do something great and then constantly being um swept under the rug or not given like the full credit for it
9: yeah
8: um so like like with x-men like they are out here saving lives and they're still like ridiculed and it's like right. oh we just saved the statue of liberty and like 200 right. people and it's like oh,
4: <laughs> you. But that's my, save the entire world yeah. but my thing By is, way, it's Ron, like, you didn't yeah. introduce oh, yeah. to listeners
3: oh Olivia. i don't know I'm who that is it's like I'm olivia's been here, here. Oh, oh, they yeah, know okay. who she is huh? yeah it's like her again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, that's my whole thing about like X-Men in particular that kind of like bothers me is that, yes, you're, you're using like this, like this, pretty much like this premise of like what it's like to be a marginalized, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. individual, mm-hmm. but, still these characters like like a lot of diversity until you know like recently like that is true like yeah, we that had, is very that, true with giant sized x-men true. um in the 1970s they introduced like a line of like more you know ethnically diverse characters including storm i'll and, say storm and mm-hmm. thunderbird um who, who was native american you know who passed away mm-hmm. and then his brother yeah. you know was introduced warpath with, sim- with similar powers but anyways like very good point. but like like the, the, it's, they're taking on like this this narrative about what it means to be marginalized, mm-hmm. but yet still there's a lack of diversity and yeah. inclusion. Mm-hmm. And back to like that that class that I took in college, like a lot of the themes had to deal with, you know, like also like how queer characters are tortured in comic books, mm-hmm. like like losing limbs and stuff like that, okay. and like
4: you know, I don't know, like it, it but which which is which is I guess smart to to display because these marginalized communities we built, we've been balance, using. So. Metaphorical, yeah. physical limbs, emotional yeah. mm-hmm. limbs—you know—in the experience. But it's also how you so do that. It we've too. had. Yeah. There's a way. There's
3: a lazy way to do it, or just like a way where it's just like, like you a know, a like whole hanger Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's like something just like very unfair.
8: and diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, like
3: there should also be diversity in the narratives that are told about you know, um, queer characters, particularly queer, queer, queer characters of color, mm-hmm. um, and we don't really see that that often. Like you know, with this character escapade, uh, it seems as though their powers are still you know focusing on transitioning so right in a sense I so, see you know I what see. I mean like I, I didn't even think about it until like oh my gosh I read it out and I was like oh wait so yeah you just inspired me um, because also a very special birthday is coming up in uh, on Monday Janet Jackson Ooh. so we're gonna play a Janet Jackson um, music break in a second here I just gotta get it um, queued up and everything
8: it's hard for you to get it up huh
3: Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. We're not doing that. Oh. I am a lady. I don't know what you're talking about.
8: <sighs> I'm sorry,
3: ma'am. I, I'm a lady with no struggles. A
8: lady of the night.
3: Yeah. So basically, I'm a white woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who believes that she has We're all the struggles. <laughs> all right. So we have... Um, we heard it, Escapade theme, like it's one of my favorite okay. Janet Jackson songs. We're gonna start with Escapade and then we're gonna go into Go Deep and then offer you like a more upbeat, poppy Janet Jackson yeah. vibe is what we're gonna go with um, for the weekend for this beautiful weather that we have outside. Um, you're listening to Chris State Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. When we get back, we got a very special interview with Alec Meeker from Bushwick Daily. We'll be right back in a moment, so stay tuned, y'all. Yes.
1: Listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash state of mind and follow us on Twitter at qsomnyc. NYC. Yes, welcome back to Queer State of Mind, live here on Radio Free Brooklyn.
3: I got a little extra, you know, pep in my stat now, you know. I got, some, I got some coffee And some liquor So yeah. <laughs> Just sp- like that Oh and spaghetti and That's yeah. how it on works the, on the other side spaghetti. of the city Of course You know course. <laughs> how they call it these days You, know, you oh. know girls Be listening Okay Hi You, know, you gotta clarify things mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah so I'm joined Because we have such a packed house today uh, I'm not sure if ev- if everybody Was introduced You know We're gonna be switching In and out people um, But right now We have Marquee On the mic On mic two She, is, she does not let up On mic two When she's on this show <laughs> Uh, How does this biscuit to Mike too. You know, does she not well, know that <laughs> when she's on the show,
4: when she's on the show weekly, you she holds spot, it down?
3: Micah? You were supposed to move into Mike too. Well,
2: I, we should talk about that later. <laughs> oh,
4: okay. I mean, like I've been on Mike too for a good listen, minute no? and a half now. I mean, I, I like
2: being in the middle, so it's okay.
4: Right, right? and mm-hmm. I guess some people like stirring it up mm-hmm. for no reason. Listen, listen, we have,
3: we have had, you know. Uh, um drama and conflict on this show for the, like the last like month or so. I was <laughs> <laughs> so just like, you know what? Just keep it going. Like you know. keep it going. Yeah, and speaking of which, we have Olivia in the studio whose that's birthday going. um was um last, last week. Friday. No, that's happy my birthday. 6?
4: Like, yes. Day six? That was I my that, birthday. I told you. Yes, Oh my god. I, told yes, oh my god. Oh, I told
3: Happy you. birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. And we'll get back to that in a second. And we also have Micah now on the mic.
2: She heard there was going to be
3: food here, so she offered to bring the mixers.
2: Yep, I sure did. That's yeah. The only reason I'm here, listen, listen she's <laughs> <contributed. laughs> she yeah, so a like, contributor. Yeah, I'm a contributor. You know, she's
3: like, "You ain't gonna go, like, call me out for just you know um, coming here to get food." I'd have done it. I mean, I have done
2: it. I mean, also this, the mixers are delicious. There's like a spicy pi- pineapple. I must have the spicy because I was like, "Oh, I feel like that's oh, awesome. yeah, and and like, like, yeah, spicy." I'm right? trying yeah. to figure out yeah. which one did I get. Uh, I don't know. I mean, is there guava over there? No, there's no guava. It's different flavor, but there's it's still. Corona refreshes. Okay, it's like they're here, here. It's their As new fact, like well, summer I like specials. We take endorsement. Oh, the coconut was so good.
3: Well, you know, the tequila is what's making it, so, you know. <laughs> You're welcome. Making it work for me. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. It's El Listen, Humidor. And that's why you get seat too, because you always bring the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest bottle of tequila. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Okay, so we're actually going to, we can actually talk about your birthday in the second hour, because that's like a second hour no, that's topic. that's okay. Yeah, so uh, oh. we'll talk about that epic night. Um, we don't got to talk about that. You second um,
8: Oh, do we? Okay.
3: Well, we, well, it might actually, you know, come anyway, up in a, in a uh, future topic, so you never know. We're actually going to oh, talk God. about, you know, uh, so Biden on Wednesday predicted mm. that if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v- um, versus Wade, um, same-sex marriage, you know, will be next. Like, it's one of those things that, you know, one of those um, things that people have predicted that, you know, the Supreme Court would come for, come for same-sex marriage, interracial marriage. Um, and what are your thoughts on that do you really see that being a thing that happens we'll start with you uh, mr marquis oh we,
4: no actually, i was yielding we, to olivia we'll start, we'll start with I olivia because
3: right. you know sure. like there's um, two so, things in here that you know affect you you know
8: yeah i mean so many of us so like by now we should know that this country was not for us Yes. Um, it was not built for us. Actually, women aren't even mentioned in the Constitution, which I think means that mm-hmm. we should have no rules and get to do whatever the fuck we want. Yes. That's
4: a very
3: good point. We know that that is,
8: that is, that is, that is, that that is not
3: But not all women have
8: vaginas. I think that, like, like looking at the bigger picture, wow. I think with how things are going right now and how, okay, we're being, we're being, this affects so much more, and I think this is really going to mm-hmm. be a catalyst for, like, the next uh, you know, 20 years. And that's really when like bigger things are going to come into play. Like right now we are, um, what do you call it? Inflation is a bitch. Uh, we are yeah. being like priced mm-hmm. out of our houses, um, in the South and all over suburban America, they're making one, one like single person houses that you can't buy, but that you can rent mm-hmm. proving that like, they're trying to like make it so that nobody can ever own anything. Mm-hmm. Um, if like mm-hmm. abortion becomes illegal, also like homelessness is illegal it's like pretty much the birth to prison pipeline is getting shorter and i feel like they're trying to ensure that there is going to be a labor force in 20 to 30 years um because right now like especially after pandemic it's like i feel like a lot of people's eyes have opened up and they're like oh wait like sometimes voting doesn't really matter if you've committed a felony in a lot of states you can't vote and it's like houselessness is going to be that's like punishable um not having a home, um, trying to like, trying to like help someone who like can't give birth or who is possibly dying giving birth, um, trying to help people that are just trying to be in love and happy. It's like everything is becoming punishable and criminal. And I think that that is just like working in a very, very specific person's favor in the future. Um,
4: It it sounds like there's like a return to a puritanical
8: type of...
4: A viewpoint i mean when you decide and i it all sums down to like, at least with roe v wade when kamala harris was a senator and she was interviewing you know that whole congressional hearing with brett kavanaugh and she said can you tell me when the government has the rights over a man's body
2: exactly like it's mm-hmm. it's so
4: basic <laughs> like when you boil it down to okay well if we're going to decide if the government is going to decide that women cannot own their healthcare then okay do we do the same thing for is the same thing apply for men and it's not it, you don't we don't even have to get into the rest of it like you can just like step 1 start there and the fact that i mean the and the, the challenge is that the republican party and the conservatives in the country have been so unified in their work Like they've had a very strategic practice towards, Mm -hmm. okay, we're going to pack the court. That strategy goes back, God knows, probably to GW, what is his name? GHW, George Bush I. Mm -hmm. This has been a plan. And so, unfortunately, while the Democrats and the liberals, and I'm putting them together just for the sake of simplicity, but we have a more diverse, uh, what do you call it, group or Organization. So it's harder to like get unity on points because you'll have in the Democratic Party and the liberals like, oh, we should do this on certain issues and we should do that. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of divergence. So it makes it harder to get the group, like to get the unification to advance causes. Republicans and conservatives, they're like, you know what? We don't want to we want to get rid of abortion. We want to get rid of gay rights. We Let's all lock together and do it. And that's the thing. There, There's a unified approach. There's a strategic approach. And they attack. And that's why we are where we are today. And if we, if things do not change from a, and I look to future councilman slash future senator slash future everything, <laughs> Micah Peterson. I mean You know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like uh, we need, like the Democratic Party, the liberal groups have to, at a certain point, identify priorities that we will say, all right, we do want to do everything. But we have to do it in a stage by stage approach because otherwise we're going to keep going this way, and they will. The Republicans will. Uh, what is it called again with the with the congressional districts? Uh, oh, a gerrymander. Gerrymander mm-hmm. the hell out of everything mm-hmm. and continue to pack the court. Yep. Yeah,
8: I don't think it's. Um, uh, I know I'm also younger and I have like lots of dreams of grandeur, but um, I don't even think it's an argument of um, Republican versus Democrat at this point because I think. People are gonna say whatever they want to say to get the vote and to keep their power to keep their finances going <clears throat> to keep economy going because it's like that's like we are built on money that's like all this has ever been we were killing tribes and taking land and all of these things just for the sake of making a profit and not actually for anything beneficial or um, spiritual spiritually fulfilling um, So I don't even think it's like a Democrat versus Republican. I think the Republicans are like worse off. But I think the Democrats are at the end of the day, they're just kind of like, oh, this happened. Well, that sucks. But, you know, it doesn't affect me. I'm still in a position of power. Like Mm -hmm. if my daughter gets knocked up and she wants to get an abortion, I'm still going to have access and like money to do that and get off scot-free, even though it's illegal for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Well,
4: I'm saying the approach. Yeah. Like the rep- like, in order to ch- to impact mm-hmm. society, you have to change the laws. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the Republicans have said, "Oh, we're going to do it this way." And yeah. Democrats have been like, "Oh, we're we're figuring the house yeah. out." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: think one of the things that um, with this conversation with Roe v. Wade versus and like all these other stuff happening, the big question and all the things that are happening, like in Florida, but the don't say gay bill and all the like, you know, oh, yeah. the, the the grooming. I think the big question is like. Who like the question that like this being reframed is like who gets to have a family who gets to start a family mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. something that's something that um is not discussed with the whole review thing, that if it gets re- repealed um or what yeah if it gets repealed one of the impacts it will have is on surrogacy and IVF. Mm. Um, because because a lot of that is based on precedence with Roe v. Wade. So if you take that out, it changes like the the idea of like what who is a like wh- who is a person and what is personhood. Mm. So you're automatically messing up not only like LGBTQ families who want to start families, but also straight couples who maybe can't give birth. Right? Like, what does that mean for women who want to have children but they like, biologically can't for any number of reasons? Right? Right. Um. So. I really think this is not this is a culture war over who gets to have a family, who does it, and who gets to control yeah. who that family has. Yeah, I think yeah.
8: it's um, it's like a second wave of like the American dream, like like this is what a family should look like, and it's like mm-hmm. history repeats itself, and like mm-hmm. yeah, in a couple decades we're gonna be like at that time point again where it's like oh, right. it's the fifties, like yeah. we've already been experiencing like kind of like a recession, and-, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's
3: also a matter
2: of keeping people in poverty, right? Yeah,
3: like, people. Yeah. Lo- yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, one more point too. Like, um, it was brought up to me that um, that sixty percent of abortions are done by white women. Well, are white women do them? Um, so there is also no question. Is like, is it be- like knowing that there is you know, mm-hmm. you know, the number of like you know, like in twenty forty whatever that like mm-hmm. the country be bedorm- predominantly non white. Like, is this also a push to be like, oh no, we need to ke- we need to keep white children mm-hmm. because heaven forbid. Um, also, another related point. Um, I know we're like about to start the second hour, but um, mm-hmm. we were looking at some data over like the people who have left New York City. And you know, there's like all these talks, like who left New York, who left New York, and it's like actually the poor black and brown people have left New York. They got, they got priced out. Oh, that's the of reason, why, and they couldn't gain yeah. yeah. jobs. So, yeah. but they're being replaced by guess what? Childless white couples, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So like, there's a very real like thing going on out there where like white people aren't having children, and like I think there's a certain pe- there's a certain group of people out there who are like. We need more white people. White people out there. Yeah. We need more white babies, and like that's where we're seeing. Here.
8: It's not even just in New York. Like I'm, I'm from the South, and recently one of my high school friends came to visit, and she still lives in like my tiny North Carolina town. Well, she lives like outside of it, but anyways, she was talking about how in like the um, the Triangle Town area, like Raleigh, Durham, it's right now it's like predominantly. Rich white people that came from Silicon Valley Mm. And so they're in like these big ass McMansions And then it's even trickled down to my Tiny hometown of like 40,000 people To where if you want like a newly Renovated one bedroom in this 40,000 person Town it's $1,200 a month Wow Yeah,
4: And you know money though Is not color preferable And that's the thing is that a lot of this Is driven by the system that we exist in It's not even (laughs) wow alright so
3: this is a great conversation we can continue with it in the second hour but we are going into our second hour here it's been deemed the messy hour I guess but it's not gonna be that messy today Mm. we're not doing any of that today this is the Chris state of mind live here on Radio (laughs) Free Brooklyn and we'll be right back after this promo yes
0: well speaking of fucked up honey yeah thank you
3: I was like, she don't
0: came up. Look mm-hmm. at her. Look merch. at God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something. They're <laughs> mm-hmm. not the going to let me do anything. Let's get that right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bitch, I see
6: what you did there. You see what I did there? And I
3: appreciate
6: it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening
0: to Question of the Mind. We're gonna let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh. do need to calm down. They're but doing whatever, the most- I'm All right. Do
9: what, I
0: want. what is happening? Mm. What is happening on the record right now?
3: You say your girlfriend, I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right.
0: Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Time for the messy hour right here on Queer state of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn Yes
3: welcome back to Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn I'm your host John Dalton this is it's 101 in the studio here and out there wherever you are listening you know we have Marquis Olivia and Micah in the in the house right now. Uh, and we, we, in about like a few minutes, we'll have like a very special interview with special the,
4: guest
3: with our publisher of Bushwick Daily. Um, in a moment here. Um, but before we do, we're gonna get into a throwback track. But also, any final thoughts on the Supreme Court trying <clears> throat> to throat> overturn shit they have no business overturning?
4: Well, Marquis okay, Olivia, I'll, I'll start with a, a deferred. I uh, will defer to the person who Thank gets you. most impacted.
8: Yeah. Um, I think. Um. I think gay marriage is going to be. I think that's something that's protected by white people more than a lot of other civil liberties. So I think that that would actually probably be one of the last things to go. Um, I think it's gonna it's gonna get to like interracial marriage, and I think it's gonna get to um, to like for- forced births and things before that. And yeah, it's like I still stand by the. I think this is all just happening because they're going to need a labor force in thirty years to still make money and keep the economy going and be number one. Mm. Um, yeah and then if you if you like yeah if you don't get from like the birth to prison pipeline military look at the ads they have for the military right now they try to appeal to young kids so well and they try to make it seem like a video game and like it's like all fun and help but also like who are you serving what are you really doing sorry hot take that's my two cents
4: so i'll jump in I will say I don't think it will go beyond Roe v. Wade, but I do think Roe v. Wade is an extreme. It is like uh, I, 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 it's yeah, right. It's very clear. So I think, pardon me, I do think that we have a, a severe risk of taking away women's rights, and that there is a chance that it will take place in the next year or so, and we will see a reset and a backwards direction towards women's independence and equality. I do not think it will go as far as interracial relationships or LGBTQ marriage. For the reason that, that you said, I don't think that there is hard to, it will be very hard to rewind those actions. And reason being you have, you know, you look at the Supreme Court. I mean, you, you have one judge, one of the most conservative judges, Clarence Thomas, who's in a interracial relationship. Oh,
2: could you imagine? You know, like, he's not he's not <laughs>
4: going to sit up there. He has probably another 10 years on the bench. He is not going to sit up there and just be like, oh, okay, let me unwind my marriage and all that. Of course that. he is. Yeah, oh. you know, I mean, he could, wow. you know, he could try, you know, but he's not going Listen, to do babe, that. Listen,
8: babe, how much do I, I have to give you he's, to make this still work out? He's
4: not going to do that, and when it comes to And just under the umbrella of gay, when it comes to gay marriage, Mm -hmm. it would take way too much work. Yeah. Mm. Way too much work. Like, they're not going to do it that far. So I don't know if future senator, future congressman, congresswoman, secretary of state, and secretary of the interior... And education too. And education too,
2: starting there. <laughs> <laughs> All the secretaries. Um, okay. Just call me Mary J. Blige. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, but just quickly. Final thought. Yeah, final thought. Um, just, uh, just to make it astrological. So uh, the United States is going through its Pluto, Pluto return. return. And when the Pluto return happens for countries, it's a big deal. It happens every 240 years. What happened
8: 250 with. 250 years. Oh, and oh, every 250 oh. years is when civilizations usually fall. No.
2: Right, right, right. That's when Ro- that's when Roman Empire yep, fell. Yep. Uh, but, but I think Byzantine, like the, the Byzantine Empire fell when the Pluto returned. China. China. Um, what? Also, like. They're like Wait, England, England became the UK. I don't want our UK. empire to end, though. Like, I, wanna, like, I want our empire to still last. I mean, I'm, it won't I'm, be an no, empire. No,
8: it will <laughs> be something <well>, different. Like, <laughs> the empire as we know it. like It could yeah, be I'm a good kidding. thing. Exactly. we like, just burn it all to the ground. And exactly. Start Who end. knows?
2: We might be like, maybe the
8: guillotines are coming out. Like ooh, yeah. can yeah. you
2: imagine? <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, I didn't get these
3: edges. all right. She is a rebel over here. All right, on that note, we're going to get into our throwback track of the week. Yesterday, I believe, was the Great Wonder, Stevie Wonder's birthday. And so I'm playing a throwback track from... The great one, Um, "Living for the City." It's one of my favorite uh, uh, Stevie Wonder songs, and then we'll actually get into our interview with the publisher Alec Meeker of Bushwick Daily. You listen to Chris A to Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we'll be right back in a moment. So stay tuned, y'all. Yes.
10: Love and affection to keep him strong, moving in the right direction, living just in. Harley gets a penny Yeah
3: Just enough. Can y'all be quiet in the back, please? Be quiet in the back. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I love it. Like- <laughs> uh, you
3: listen to Chris State mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I have a few um, new people mm. sitting here because I got tired of the old people, so I kicked them all out. And so you know, that's the, that's the noise y'all heard in the background. Me kicking them out, you know, ref- them refusing to leave. <laughs> Uh, oh, we have the lovely barber joining us on the mic with a very special message about subscribing to her. Or, actually, sorry. that's. Oh, wait, you just. Have, uh, I yeah. forgot. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> well, I do have a very special message. <laughs> oh, go, go, go it is, go, go it is
1: actually Radio Free Brooklyn's seventh anniversary, it's our seventh <gasps> birthday. Really? also the birthday is one of our founders tom tenney so happy birthday if you would love to support radio free brooklyn continue for another seven years you can make sure to go to our website at radiofreebrooklyn.com slash donate and you can throw us some coins there buy us a coffee buy us a drink buy us you know whatever you like A (laughs) A a hooker not,
3: not, yeah, well, oh, what? Carmel, what? Yes, I say what I say. Well, it is the mystery. Well, y'all all know that voice. Miss Carmel, she's back on the mic. You know, thank you for starting off the show. You know, returning the favor. We look out for each other, girl.
0: I had no choice, girl. I don't like to be
3: embarrassed. No, no. Here's the thing. Me and Sadie do, do actually don't give. We give each other much, but we don't give each other much on air anymore. So, yeah.
0: Well, because <laughs> well, let, let, let's rephr- let's rephrase that. You give me much on air. I never given a girl much on air. I do shade, but I don't give much uh, on air. Okay, <laughs> so I have to. You know, got to be clear. I terminologies,
3: never give- terminologies, Termin- it's a ve-
0: <laughs> As a journalist, it's very important. <laughs> Specificity oh, <okay. laughs> is key. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm
3: Accuracy matters. Oh, that's what we're doing today. That's what we're doing. Accuracy, Accuracy matters. matters.
0: So like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Like the journalists have told me. Accuracy
3: and on that Matter. note, so I learned. And that on that draft. note, actually, is a great, uh, great segue, segue into yeah. our special guest, yes. Alan Meeker, the How publisher of Bushwick Daily, CEO of Bushwick Daily. How are you doing?
6: I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah, really happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I've been excited for to, to come on the show for for the whole week. I haven't been able to sleep. Oh. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's why I look like shit. <laughs> that was me dreamwalking. That's, not true. that's no, not true. thank you. That part. Scarlet, that's called it with yes. dreamwork. <laughs> for those of you who haven't, you know, you know mm. seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, go
1: see it. That's nobody. Anyway, so It's oh, oh, a great <laughs> movie. Wait a minute. It's like great so movie. happy to have you here. <laughs> thank you so much. It's great to
3: be here. He has yeah. his notebook out, y'all. He's very professional. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. He he very much so is. So tell for our listeners out there who don't know you who don't live in bushwick um, well you I mean, know i'm not saying that you're not world famous but you know uh, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself you know what it is that you do what is it that you do Alex? what is it that you
6: like
1: and what's bushwick daily for people that make yeah outside of the
6: absolutely uh, the city, absolutely yeah so uh mean hey, my yeah my my name is alec i uh i live in bushwick and i'm the the publisher and and uh, ceo of, of bushwick daily and and that's what i do I, every morning is is I, I work on bushwick daily and I, I work on uh trying to find a functional model for for local journalism because mm. uh while so so bushwick daily is a publication that's been in bushwick for 11 years now uh covering community issues uh we're, we're a general news publication that focuses on culture news politics art restaurants everything that you want um, and and community news in general, though, is is a an industry. It's it's something that absolutely decimated the last uh, ten years. Community news outlets have uh, either been bought out and and then the, the newsrooms all fired, or, or they, it's everybody's limp right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pandemic really accelerated that. So uh, my mission is to to run Bushwick Daily to tell stories in in Bushwick that um, are important that are the stories of people who aren't being told anywhere else story and, and being told by people who, who live in the neighborhood, who grew up in the neighborhood, who, uh, you know, voice uplifting voices that are historically marginalized, uh, historically not heard. And, and it doesn't have to be so, so deep all, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a Manhattan publication is not able to cover things happening on the ground level in, in Bushwick or anywhere else uh, in the same way as a publication like Bushwick Daily, like many other great publications in, in Brooklyn, like Greenpointers, Brooklyner, Brookliner, mm. um, and, and uh, uh, there are a handful more that who are really doing great work. Um, but, but there's just something different about having a story told by somebody who lives in the, in the neighborhood that they're reporting on. Uh, and there's a passion to it. There, there's a deeper understanding of, of what they're reporting on. Uh so I uh wake up every day and and so you know or, or I'm still awake from the day before and just gone. yeah he don't like mean after that,
1: all. that way <laughs> <laughs> and uh try to in what way? Oh, 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 yeah! You just you know <laughs> putting
6: words Why in his mouth. That? You know,
3: yeah.
1: I, I know, I, I know, I know
3: my sister. And I know you that? She was talking about something completely different. I was talking, about, talking about cocaine. About you were talking okay, about okay, words. Just, just say it.
0: It's messy. I was talking about cocaine. Continue.
6: I say it yeah. when I say it. <laughs> uh, <No>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, my my uh, sleepless nights are usually usually over stress. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. am <laughs> I? <Inclenny. Okay. laughs>
3: see, see, see. I said I know these girls. <laughs> I knew I knew what he was talking about. I knew what he was talking about. Miss <laughs> Ori you got something to say? Yeah,
1: I do. <laughs> So I'm curious, running a, mm-hmm. a local publication, as you mentioned, there are yeah. a lot of struggles. The the infrastructure for local journalism has uh, an accurate word that she's mm-hmm. been decimated across the country. Um, and even so here across the five boroughs. I'm curious to know from your perspective, why should people be more focused? Why should people pay attention to outlets like yours? Why is local
6: journalism important yeah. from your perspective? Uh, because... Yeah, that's a good question, uh, and I believe that. Well, so earlier in the show, we were talking about Roe v. Wade. We were talking about lots of national politics, um, and okay, these are critical issues. These are things that, like you know, our national leaders are are working on. Um, but these, this is national politics. Not not one of us is going to go outside and and be able to uh, affect change or organize and and create change in a, in a meaningful way um, today or tomorrow or this week or this month, it, it requires a national consciousness shift in order to make these things happen, and oftentimes those national consciousness shifts are funded by consulting firms that are trying to get certain political figures, all political figures, elected. Now, local news, uh, instead of being held emotionally hostage by national narratives that, that maybe you, you do have some impact, maybe you don't. Um, national narratives are important and, and affect all of us. But local news, mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis, you can read something, you can get pissed off about it, you can organize and you can, you can work to change it. Or you can read an inspiring story about somebody down the street who uh, you, you didn't know about before and you can feel proud about the place where you live. Or you can go down and, and support that, that business. Uh, so it's local news told by people in the community is, is important because it allows people to connect and it allows people to have emotional relief um, and, and to uh, feel pride in their communities. And, and people can can get mad and, and see mm. that their voice and their action can, can create change rather than just it yeah. going out into the void.
3: Yeah. So like you said, this is supposed to be, you know, um, journalism for the community, by the community. But what are the challenges that come along with, like, trying to, you know, mobilize, you know, a community to, like, really care, you know, and, and, you know, participate and engage?
6: Participate and engage and care. I think all of those things people are doing every day. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think the hardest part, or at least in in New York, Bushwick uh, is filled with incredible stories Mm -hmm. and filled with incredibly talented Mm -hmm. writers, people who... Who can can see these stories and and want to report on them? The uh, so I, I think all of these things are are there. People's yeah. attentions are sometimes uh, more focused on, on national yeah. issues and 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 things that when when there's local but it all things down. Yeah. that that can be started and and changed from a grassroots level. I think yeah. I think there's a national problem with people's attentions being monopolized by. National interests rather than than local interests yeah. uh, which, which doesn't have to do with Bushwick Daily or, or local news in general it's just like you know meet your meet your neighbor meet your, your get to know people around you and get to get to know what's happening around you because that's and who are the politicians and, and how is the the power yeah. structured and, and who's actually uh, affecting your day to day life there's a, a void right now in a lot of places across the country yeah. and in, in New York with that. Um, and that needs to be rectified.
3: Yeah, I think I guess another way of like also asking that is like, um, what initiatives or efforts are you taking, you
6: know, to do outreach to the community? Outreach to the community. Yeah. Uh, that that's a good question. Uh, that isn't right now. Doesn't uh, have necessarily a, a good answer for me. I mean, the the pandemic was yeah. was really a arduous time. I, I've found myself putting out my own fires and, and working on, on catching up uh, with, with what we're doing and making sure that we can we can stay afloat and not be a part of this uh, carnage in the industry. And, and we've done really well. Uh, one, one of the initiatives, though, that I have uh, been a part of in, in Bushwick Daily is now a founding member mm-hmm. of the New York City Association of Local and Ethnic Media. Um, and that was, was started by uh, the, the Brooklyn owner is Wadi. She's an incredible person. She, she covers more East New York, Stuy, Crown Heights, uh, more general Brooklyn. Um, but there's a, a really amazing group of publishers. I think there's like nine or 10 of us who are working to um, expand the outreach that we're doing and, and to uh, work as a collective a, as publishers and to ensure that you know we, we have a force in... In the community, and, and that comes with, and I know I'm not totally answering your, your question, but. Uh, I mean, you were
3: honest. girl, I don't have all the answers. Yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, that's, absolutely that's not. not. Honest, yeah. Guess, yeah. That's honest. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Sadie, you, you, uh, you have anything you would like to No, add?
0: I don't. I actually just I'm just intrigued because it's just watching three journalists talk that's all it is oh okay I didn't
3: <laughs> I didn't even think about no I'm it, just yeah. it
0: intrigued that you guys are all journalists I'm just like oh they're all journalists so you no, have so a moment I, I and that's why I'm so
3: quiet with. stepping
0: back because I don't talk about things I don't know anything about girl oh. that's why I'm sitting the fuck back continue
6: I, <laughs> but you are
3: you know you are a member of the community you
6: are a member yeah. of the community that's yeah, one, that's one my yeah sure. that's but my this sure.
0: is a very nuanced conversation that I'm enjoying mm.
6: yeah. I, I don't think so I mean I, I think you journalism is not difficult mm. uh, being an editor is difficult and and you know making sorry, things perfect <laughs> um, <laughs> but but knowing if you can if you're someone who who knows what a good story is that's what's important you know yeah. a lot of yeah. you've been a part of that story sorry no but it's interesting watching
0: you three because you all I know you from different uh, aspects of journalism mm-hmm. i know you as a writer I know him um, running to the Bushwick Daily, and I know Ori as you know China Seven Thirty Five. Is that right? Twenty eight. <laughs> <so much. laughs>
3: you know she's gonna do I was I, waiting for it. The numbers keep getting higher and <laughs> higher. Listen, too. listen, listen, listen. If she's gonna save you for last, you know it's gonna be a little more. Right.
0: Okay. right. <laughs> I was like, you know, no, you're no, turning no, no, no. that channel, and nobody watching. This like, well, it's a, it's a nice. Seat. I watched
1: it. I'm I have, sorry. too.
0: I live for my sister on TV. Oh, my. <laughs> million,
1: million but you widows. know what? But you know anyway. what you were
0: doing? You were reporting the news that other girls out here are not doing, honey. <laughs> so, exactly. But so exactly. it's just interesting to be watching uh, and just hearing how the the outreach is. And mm-hmm. I've been to one of his, um, one of Bushwood Dilly's events. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I I, a couple of weeks ago, not too long ago, as far as we We talked before at the bar we used to hang out at, mm-hmm. well, hang, hanged out at. And,
1: mm. <laughs> you have to
9: tell
0: me about
1: this bar. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Off air conversation. Yeah. You heard yeah. that? <laughs> I, just put it,
0: I just put it this way, girl. I'm not trying to be messy, but if you're sitting, I spit on my grave. <laughs> Then you've seen the bar. Anyway, continue. Oh. Let my. that sit. Let that sit for a second.
1: Here's what I've been curious about we'll because talk. we've come into this period now, you know, really for the past couple months, but we're getting into the, you know, I, I don't want to like jinx anything by saying post pandemic, but we're getting into this period where we're getting out more. People are congregating, people are doing things. This summer, I'm sure, is going to be filled with events.
3: Yes, that's very new of doing that. Yeah,
1: yes. it's been so long. I'm curious to know from your perspective, what what's going to be. The big topics of discussion in Bushwick. What's mm, like I the like big happenings um, as people go into the besides our the like
0: combination when we get together and throw the best party? Besides oh yeah, that. that, that that's oh, yes, obviously.
6: Sure. Obviously, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, the the thing. I mean, the three dollar bill has been crushing it. You know, that's uh, I love three dollar. Uh, been shout out to that. Yes. <laughs> we got. Go I had a great time. There. Gotta go there and
1: stomp around again. No, we've been trying. We've been trying to set up a thing with them. Um to do an event so we gonna we gonna work on that yeah, you know, yeah we, we on actually it. we
3: actually just have, have a night out and then that's how we can make that connect yeah, yeah that's girl. how we do that yeah yeah
6: <laughs> i I, th- I think that some of the conversation is, is going to be a, mm. a, about the change in demographics through the the yeah. pre-pandemic post-pandemic absolutely as was already talked about in the the show how how a lot of families have um moved out i, I haven't seen like any any numbers on on what that looks like exactly but I have walked down my street in the last couple of months, and it uh, on the weekends looks looks uh, very very white, very Manhattan, very, very, uh, we were literally just saying the same <laughs> very thing. Very no, i was Aura's
1: walking, Aura's walking like, it looks different around Aura here. Or we just moved back not yeah. to cut you
0: off. I was like.
3: Literally today. And I
0: sent this to Welcome Ron. Back, I, I sent this to, to Ron, too. I was like, yeah. I said, we live in a white neighborhood now, you know, don't you? But <laughs> so like, well, I wasn't just no, like going around Bushwick from Morgan and Flushing, like what we're, we're actually in the heart of Bushwick. Yeah. So I was walking around. Bushwick has always been more of a Mexican-based neighborhood. there's, there's been hipsters around. It still is. It still is, still is, is. It still is. Yeah. but it was never like insane. Most recently, you blink, you can hit nine hipsters that are young, hit, that are you know? but that are younger yeah. than the hipsters that were here when I moved here.
1: Also, are they so, even hipsters? Like, is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. A lot of TikTokers.
0: TikTokers yeah. In the oh, okay, you know, yeah. Because your party was, I went over there, I said, like, this is very young. I walked in there, I was just like, oh, my Olivia God, knows. I'm like the she, oldest She's person. young. Olivia in yes, All right, please. right,
8: I'm young and everything, and I've lived in this neighborhood for four, almost five years now, and when I first moved here, it was not like this, and then in late 2020, early 2021 it became like this and it was all like people way younger than me like 19 and 20 year olds yep. they got in, those COVID deals cause yeah they got and they also were on unemployment so they were able to uh, save up all the money uh,
0: from wherever they uh, were the hey, that. and,
8: like, and the, so that's why we, that's why our rent is going up and I know I'm like technically one of them in like an older generation but yeah that's a what 25.
1: I remember. no you're a Mexican you're queer so <laughs> go with that girl oh my gosh <laughs> no she's right no I mean yeah, just looking through <laughs> <laughs> Looking at apartments, you can see the, like, you know, 25% increase. But the apartment apartments very expensive. But well, I will keep yeah. thinking,
3: like, I could have learned something from them, girl, because I'm living from check to check. Y'all saved up your money. How y'all do that? <laughs> no, they have oh, parents. you know, lack of uh, responsibility. Yeah. yeah. They have parents,
0: honey. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah. no, girl. You, you're, living where you're living the
3: way you're living. I'm an actual adult. <laughs> I see I'm those hipsters
0: here, girl. Let me tell you how I know that they have parents who have money. Mm-hmm. This is, this is very specific. When you're at the grocery store and you see somebody buying their groceries, the hipsters, and one of them, like, oh, I'm poor, mm-hmm. and you see them buy a eight fifty half a breast of chicken. You know, you're buying a half a chicken oh, breast I for $8. Only, 50 I can cents. only imagine how you got my da- Oh, it's
1: on sale. i like, I bitch, that is not a soul. sale. You can get a whole chicken for 8 Two well, whole chickens, two actually. Two whole chickens. Two whole chickens.
3: Well, the reason why I said, like, maybe they're also coming in is because, you know, you also have places like Mood Ring. And so people come in
1: from, like, probably,
3: like, well, different You remember Mood Rings like, was for the, the old bitches
0: here. that used to do cocaine back in 86? <laughs>
1: How many cocaine references y'all going to make? A lot. Who's so y'all? Mm-hmm. A, a
7: lot.
1: lot. Oh, my goodness. So, but it... <laughs> back, to, back to Alex. Yes, <laughs> yes please. <laughs> I do have one last question here. Cocaine. Yeah. Miss no, okay. <laughs> Carmo. Carmo, I'm curious. Um, do you guys have anything coming up? For somebody, do you have any events happening? Yeah, anything that you're going to be doing.
6: We do. Yeah, we we have uh we have some stuff coming up. I, I do want to back up a, a minute and just say yeah. that uh, I mean, while on, on the streets, it's very clear that the, the demographics uh, are, have shifted a, a bit. We we haven't. Uh, our most of our elected leaders are are. Latino, or or we have queer elected leaders. We have, um, you know, shout out to Robert Camacho who has been holding down community the, the community board um, in this neighborhood for for a long time. And we have a lot of uh, dedicated uh, public servants, people who are who are working in the community, uh, and who don't see the the pe- new people who are who are moving in as as necessarily. Uh, a a bad thing but but the the mission uh, of local publications mission of Bushwick Daily is Mm. is, uh, of news of information in general Mm. is to make sure that everybody can communicate and and can engage with each other because you know larger trends are are going to create population shifts and and we can't that's again something that that, you know maybe somebody can change it but but not me Uh, so making sure that the I mean in 2010, I, I don't know what the 2020 number is, but, but Bushwick was was 60 percent Latino, and our I, I think our, our local elected leadership it reflects that uh, Latino base. And there are lots of families that live here in in Bushwick. And, and one of the things that you know, information, one of the things that conversations do is allow for everyone to engage with each other, ha- have these discussions. Um, and and not just be so segregated into to different areas because there there's no need or or desire from any side uh that is 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 worth being inside yeah. in that sort of conversation and that's how we can create solutions yeah. uh, but yeah. you know that's outside of the scope of, I of think local the, news.
1: The conversation or the, the the discussion between old versus new yeah. regard to residents, I think, is something that is happening everywhere. And if you don't build those bridges between the communities, because the change is going to happen because it's a part of kind of the systemic fabric of these neighborhoods um, and how development works and how resources work. So that change is, sure. I don't want to say it's inevitable, but it's kind of always in motion. Um, but, you know, there's been lots of stories of you know, long standing residents and neighborhoods kind of taking a very strong stake in how that change is happening yeah. and being mm-hmm. a very vocal part of those conversations mm-hmm. and being involved and leaders in those conversations. And that's how, you know, it, it can happen for the betterment of all people involved. You know, change is not mm-hmm. bad. And nobody's saying that the, the people that are coming here that are paying rents and yeah, I just moved here not not to Bushwick, though. Flatbush But you know I, um, but Girl you gonna be The nice getaway place Yeah you know, Around black folks But anyway you know, it's, um, Shade. It, it, it is It's still different It's still different That neighborhood Is still changing too yeah. You know oh, yeah, And absolutely. so it, it is They're coming
3: for That neighborhood next Yeah
1: <laughs> I think I, I think it's it. It's important To look at How we can make sure That new versus old Everybody feels included Represented Thanks. Their voices are heard Their needs needs are met um, and challenging these these authorities and challenging the the system the infrastructure to meet the needs of all the Mm -hmm. residents and before we go into our you know
3: last music break that actually is a great segue into my last question you know obviously there's no such thing as too much you know diversity and, and inclusivity um (laughs) <laughs> the old bitch over here you like, just gonna roll eh, on Actually, actually right. no, I just,
1: I, just, I, I, just uh, mm. I know where she finna, Sitting up so Rolling
3: But you know what I mean Bitch like, mm. My question is like, what, what what, what, are Bushwick Dailies You know Continued efforts To You know For diversity and, and, and inclusion And that can be in terms of Well both in terms of coverage And in terms of like The community being reflected In the In the staff
6: You know Yeah Alright uh, Staff. Uh, well, to have a staff would would be uh, great. You know, we we work with a, a incredible group of, of freelance uh, journalists who, who contribute. Um, I mean, the, the the focus for me is to to build an infrastructure that can allow for that sort of thing to happen, mm. um, to create something that is accessible to uh, everyone in the community and and also just you know. Getting out into uh, hitting hitting the street and and talking with people on the ground and and uh, making sure that anyone can uh, contribute to the publication, whether or not they have a degree from from Columbia or, or CUNY, and making sure that that uh, you know it's it's an impossible challenge to be able to represent all voices and it and all stories in anywhere by by definition a publication has to. Has to tells the specific amount uh, of stories, so it's an impossible challenge that can be uh, solved and or, or mitigated by just making sure that, that we're we're open and and continuing to, to tell stories. The the barrier, if you if you would have a story that you would like to tell or or a, or a pitch or want to get involved, you can you can reach out to me at Alec at at Bushwick Daily dot com if there's something in in the community that that you uh are seeing that that is affecting your day to day life that you, that you think isn't being told anywhere else feel free to hit me with with a message um and and we can we can do something we, we can I'll, I'll send forward the story we can we can work something out but yeah it's uh it's a challenge that i believe infrastructure better infrastructure than, than what we currently have can can help um, in, in transparency
3: Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. Uh, and before we have you reiterate all your information, where people can follow and everything like that. Any final thoughts from you, Ori or Seder? Um, um, I just want to say this was a fantastic conversation. I do enjoy you guys. It's
0: interesting because, like I said, I am not a journalist in that sense, but it's interesting working with, being but working Jason, with you.
3: You're Jason at this point. Mm,
0: yeah. No, 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 no. I know what I do. I mean, well, you're a personality.
3: <laughs> I'm a personality. Media personality. I'm a
0: media you know? personality. I'm not a journalist. I don't play that game. I don't claim shit that I did not go to... Well, bitch, I did not go to
1: school for it. I mean, yeah. certain girls. Too, I yeah. gave her up too, so, you know, I don't feel bad. Journalism, anyway. We, no, we can girl, no, We're going to have a whole no. different show about journalism. You know, no, no, oh, we're going to have that show, Yeah, we're going to have that. We're just show. going to have a
3: multitude of girls. girls
1: When I you tell know. you, when you, tell tell you
0: when you were on channel 864, you, <laughs> you noticed <know laughs> that number?
1: Soon I'm going to be in the 2000s. I'm going to be on satellite. Girl, <laughs>
3: 978.
1: Like, going to have like five digits. Channel 10,000 right. and you were letting the girls not, have a Sri Lanka in girl. Sri Lanka. You know, I was really popular on TV in the Philippines, but that's a, another <laughs> oh, story. We're going to talk about that in a second. Anyway, this was fabulous. I I, I love
0: um, actually hearing Alec talk about this and all mm-hmm. of that. And I think that hopefully in the future we'll have a lot of cool, um, collaborations. Yeah. yeah. And we will be announcing things that they're doing uh, with Bushwick Daily on the show. So please keep listening and, uh, and all of that. They're doing a really great job. When I saw his, um went to the event with the band. It was a lot of fun, even though it was very young. But once I stepped outside of myself, but that was just my personal thing. I was like, oh, bitch, you're just old. Yeah. This is going <laughs> to keep happening after you. <laughs> right. No, that's well, all it is.
1: It's, the show goes on. The show must the go show on. Goes, exactly. The show goes There's on. New generation, the new but it was just, it it like just nice, nice it to it have him because I remember
0: ago. the first time we actually <laughs> talked about this. Mm-hmm. He was like, I, you know, I'm running paper. I can help you guys. It's like, You know, that would be great. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, I just want to say that. Yeah,
6: thank um, you um, Alec,
3: really, Alec, really quickly, uh, where can people follow you? Follow Bushwick Daily?
6: God. Yeah. Uh, so for so me, who cares about me, Uh you can follow Bushwick Daily, and you should follow Bushwick Daily, for uh, whether or not you live in Bushwick, for for community news, for local news, to see what's happening in, in the cultural center of, of the country and, and the world. Uh, yes, God. At Bushwick Daily on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can go to bushwickdaily.com. You'll see uh, all of our articles there. Uh, our, we have a newsletter that goes out, uh, and, and we're always publishing new content, always always sharing what we're doing across all social media platforms. So give us a follow there. Awesome. Check us out. Consider coming out to an event. And uh, you know, if you like what you read, uh, you should consider either supporting Bushwick Daily or if you are in... A community that's not in Bushwick then you should you should find your local publication and, and support that publication yourself
3: awesome so yeah we'll be sharing their information on our platforms and they'll be sharing ours too all right we're going to get into our next music break and we're going to talk a little bit about this when we get back Um uh, we got three songs from brandy you know coming up there is a reason for this uh <laughs> oh. a why she was in the news this week because apparently the young girls don't know who she Did is she kill somebody <laughs> so, <laughs> else again oh, we're, not no, we're, not <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that doing that we're not doing that we got we got best friend by brandy coming up sitting up in my room <laughs> and you don't know me like you used to so yeah that was quite the track selection. <laughs> what are you so... trying to say? <laughs> you listen to Chris in my life here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Maybe we'll have every girl back on air before we go. So stay tuned, y'all. Yes.
1: Listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're in the last part of our show. It's almost over. I can't believe it. It just goes so fast. These two hours, they be they so quick. Yeah, like, girl, two
3: hours, two hours. It's like, right, it's
1: like, like that, that, like that. Do you remember when
0: you? The, so the show used to be one hour when I started, mm-hmm. and when he had Ooh. spent the two hours, like girl, how is this gonna work? And we did it. <laughs> We then girls it. got to getting drunk and fighting. Can Yeah. The it was, it was <laughs> the, the end. girls got to <laughs> crying. Girls getting cussed out. Music, <laughs> right. music and alcohol. Like
8: a like a, like a sideshow called the shade
1: room. Yes. By the way, it's, it's,
0: thank it's, you ooh, for your April right. yes An listenership. Hour. That's going to be the after show. There could be an on whole
1: the hour, the after that. Right. Well, Yeah, you've been believe.
0: fantastic. You did very. Thank you. We should audience. support ourselves at the
1: bar, right? That'd be the. Oh, no. We've talked about that <laughs> many, not. many times. Yeah, but it wouldn't not clear. A good idea. It, it would be a clear. podcast, even on It'd internet radio. No, that'd be go too right. much. would get us banned. That'd be too much. Yeah, <laughs> we would get canceled on the internet. Yes, we'll get canceled in life. Before we get into the last discussion, I want to make sure everybody knows how they can follow us and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us everywhere where you can find podcasts. Just search for Queer State of Mind. You can also follow us on Twitter, QSOMNYC, and on Facebook by p- typing in Queer State of Mind. And coming very soon, you'll be able to come to our website to get all the podcasts, our blog, and more. So stay tuned. Coming in June. Yes. yes.
3: Thank Professional you, fish, honey.
0: Yes.
1: Thank you, Miss Lori. So I chose Brandy as our
3: second music break because it's Brandy first and foremost. Uh, but also Jack Harlow did an interview with hot 97 where they had him guest songs from the artists. Um, and they played Angel in Disguise by Brandy which came out in 1998 a part of her Never Say Never album yeah. and he did not know who it was he guessed Aaliyah <laughs> oh. and then they oh. then they gave him a hint and it was just like you know her brother had a sex tape and you know like he was just like <laughs> oh this is Ray J's sister and he's like he didn't know that basically he didn't know who Brandy was he didn't wow. know, well he but didn't know who Brandy was isn't like Jack Harlow like
1: 12 like, yeah and that's the thing that's okay the, he's to, be fair,
3: to be fair he was actually born in 1998 I mean I so. was yeah. too but well, come on
1: 1998
3: you're born but I also. It's it. brandy though, and you're also doing, you know, R&B hip hop. Allegedly, I right. don't. But
1: but Apparently. honestly, let me right. say this is much. What, that, I'm gonna say happening? this much right quick. I don't quick. know. I don't know her very well. I don't me put either. really quickly because we do actually. I'm making it really really quickly.
0: Yeah. I don't put that on top of it because it's a lot of black people who don't know uh, other artists. Yeah. So I don't put the race on top of it. It's just youth. Oh, you don't do know that. what it is because right. yeah. yeah. the girls that are trying to call Age him difference. out. Did not know who Gladys Knight no, no, was. No, you remember, Did not know no, who no, shit was that, like, no, but you so, don't know shit. No, no, no. You're, you're right. just young. But I fine. We're,
3: when we're, I thought about it, I was like, oh, he was born in nineteen.
1: You remember, yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. You remember yeah. that conversation we had with a certain young girl. Yes. Exactly about like
0: a, How Vietnam, dare you? Their, yeah, it's like but You're no. like, oh, this person will sing R and B, but I never heard a Gladys Knight song. So you right. don't know R and B. Mm. Right. Back the fuck up and go sit the fuck down. Girl. Like the way
4: that some point close. Right. Exactly. So we I
0: wasn't mad about it. I'm just like, of course you don't know who it is, because that's 20-plus years, yeah. you're like, Can it's fine. Can we just take
1: a moment, though, also to R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Queens? Because it was the greatest show that oh, only yeah, lasted for one season, and it got canceled uh, you know because what? ABC is stupid. We'll, we'll talk about this um, next week, though. We'll talk about um,
3: shows that have been canceled because there have been a few.
1: There have been a few. Oh, damn. But <laughs> our, people, our kind
4: of
3: people got canceled, too.
1: Our kind of people. Uh, yeah. Well, our kind of people. We, we do need to have a whole show to talk about the shows because our kind of people lost some girls like that 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 was well we have we have
3: we actually have a pre-recorded episode coming up in a few weeks so we can talk about it we'll talk about the show yeah Uh, i did like our kind of
1: people but yeah it anyway
3: yeah. So, so our you- final, uh, final segment is actually the, the, uh, I just kept the, the show title very simple this, this week, Spring Awakenings. And so our last topic is about that. And I wanted to have every person on, uh, besides our special guest, Alec. Uh, so we have Olivia, we have Seydou, we have Ori, we have Micah, we have Marquis, we have myself, Duran, We're all queer people of color. And so we're going to talk about shit that's going on in our life. You know, it's spring now. It's May. Spring is finally... It's blo- gonna be... Finally blossoming. Finally. <laughs> like, this give, weather has been well, really tragic. Gonna love May. Give, give the girls that's the that's a 30-second time <laughs> limit. So right.
1: typically May. Oh, baby. <laughs> we should have had... Next year, next year, we'll have that remix together. No, right. we can
3: do We can do that as that again, Memorial Day episode. Oh, yeah. We all the songs where they say May, May. instead of yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> May. <laughs> May. Yeah. Uh, I May. Mean, my,
9: my. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so, basically, our last topic is that we're going to talk about what has changed or blossomed in our lives ooh. this season. Yeah. This yes. season, ooh. Uh, yeah. That very Beyonce um, pronunciation. <laughs> 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 gonna be king yes. <laughs> come on. Education. Are you with me, Lias? Yes, girl. I got the last education too. I right said, you. come on, <laughs>
0: uneducation But still, correction.
3: Still a correction. Still a correction. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. There she is, there she goes uh, We're gonna actually start Olivia, are you ready to Yeah, yeah, alright <laughs> We're gonna start so, with our um, lovely Olivia
8: I, my birthday was last Friday And every year since All night like, skate All night, oh yeah, we went to all night skate That was a good time um, Yeah, I had a great time Pop something and I was sweating. Anyways, yeah. um... <laughs> Her coochie.
1: How we do it? Yeah, that's what we do.
8: Fat Pussy Summer. <laughs> yeah! yeah. Uh, Camel yeah. Toe Summer! Camel Toe Summer! Fat yeah. Pussy heard heard Summer! That I like
1: that! Fat yeah. Pussy Summer. Yeah. But you gotta
8: be careful, because, you know, that's, yeah, you don't want to get used to Anyways. Fat
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> coochie and
3: the juicy kind Since I was,
8: <laughs> I don't know, I feel like since I was like a teen between, like, two weeks before my birthday or two weeks after my birthday, I would always go through something, like, really big and really, like, not necessarily bad, but, like, super intense and, like, super, like, like change-oriented. And it's like, okay, this is, like, my level up. This is, like, my yearly level up, and it's around, like, the time of, like, my personal new year. It's like, all right, God's trying to show me something where it's like, get out of this situation, mm-hmm. pursue this, mm-hmm. do that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then this year, something really personal happened that... um That like I don't really want to get into, but it was like it was the biggest and it was probably like the worst, like the most painful, um, but the most that like had to had to make me think. And like I'm still kind of dealing with it, but I feel like it is like pushing me into into my own like sense of power or like like new spring awakening, like spring is like spring is birth babies are being born flowers are blooming everything is getting ready for the rest of the year until like fall winter when everything kind of like dies out and like that's one reason why i love being a spring baby and i love the lusty month of may just as anyone else like when it gets warm people stop wearing bras etc um but yeah i think like something that has really been on my mind a lot is like personal decisions and what i choose to do with my life and how like Discipline is something that I'm like, I'm very bad at. And I, I've been like trying to trace it back and really just trying to follow myself because I feel like, ironically enough, 2020 was when I was the most spiritually, um, mentally, physically healthy that I think I've ever been in my life. And it was because like the whole world stopped and I was trying to trace it back and think like, why? Why is that? And I think a big factor of it was that I did spend so much time alone. And I was able to be alone, and I was able to be with my thoughts, with my feelings, like, let them pass without taking them out on anyone else or trying to, like, make them into some kind of, like, lie or, like, ridiculous concoction for anything else. Um... So yeah, getting back to like being comfortable with myself is my new awakening and yeah, just like yeah. being me and letting me be the most authentic version of myself.
3: So that's all the time we have for today, but we're gonna still talk about this we'll topic next net. week. Yeah. We'll talk about it with all the all the rest of the girls will talk about. It. Yeah, we yes. 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 will all go sign. Yes. yes. Everybody say bye. Listen to Mind. Happy Saturday. Saturday. Yes, Christina Mind live here already at Free Brooklyn. We'll see you.